Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into Widener University as LaSalle College High School basketball takes on the Thundering Herd of Carlisle. A very, very big-time matchup in Philadelphia, certainly for LaSalle and out west. Carlisle coming east to play against some of Philadelphia's finest. Bob Long, Jason Bempa, and Dan Madden alongside. We apologize for the technical issues to begin our game here. We're three minutes and 53 seconds into this one. 15-5, Carlisle already leads, and the story is Deshaun Millington, a guy that's really one of the best players in all of Pennsylvania. They went toe-to-toe against Redding and Lonnie Walker heading for Miami next year. And, Jason, uh, this is going to be a tough matchup for LaSalle, one that can learn a lot about themselves early on here in the season. As Powell moves in, takes a shot, and hits it from just inside the elbow. Definitely what you said, Bob. Carlisle's a good team. They have a good guard play, and LaSalle's going to have to match it tonight. Here's a corner three. Back iron, no good from Ethan Houston, the big man that shows some versatility shooting from deep. Set 15-7. to seven. Carlisle leads. Conrad Kiska into the lane. Good luck for Brett Werner. He'll drive baseline, spin, and find Kiska, who travels with the basketball on the baseline behind the three-point line. We'll bring in the third member of our crew right now, Dan Madden. Dan, great to see you, my friend. Merry Christmas to you. And, you know, what, what are you seeing so far in this game for LaSalle? Merry Christmas to you too, Bob. Um, Deshaun Millington, uh, a great facilitator of the basketball, a good point guard. He can score and he can pass. So the Explorers have to play great defense today. They're going to have to stop him and stop three-point shooters if they want to they be in this game tonight. Millington picks up the dribble on the left wing, gets it back from Ben Milligan, throws it off the foot of Jared Stukes, a kick, and it'll stay here with 3.19 to play in the first quarter. Carlisle leading 15-7 over the Explorers of LaSalle. Kai Barnes returns to the game. He started for Carlisle and then took a seat a few minutes in. He'll throw in from the baseline. Lobbed up top to Sean Millington, the three. Back iron, no good. Rebound corralled by Zach Chrysler. Full head of steam for Jared Stooks. Nearly lost the basketball. Gets out of a double team. Now the extra pass, Sean Simon. Wide open for three. A bit short. Kiska in amongst the trees gets the board. This is going to be crucial for Simon to knock those down if the Explorers want to win today versus Carlisle. Stooks looks for Powell. Good look for Chrysler at beyond the three-point line. Drives in. A foul. No call yet. It's a block. It's a block against Carlisle. Against number 23, Nate Barnes. LaSalle moving from left to right on your radio dial, wearing their home whites. Matt Paulus will return and replace Sean Simon. Jack Rothenberg will come into the game as well to replace number 10, Conrad Kiska. Carlisle wearing their road black uniforms with the yellow numbers. Now the ball taken away from Jared Stooks, picked up, and here comes Millington the other way. One on three, doesn't matter to the bucket, he's hit in the act of shooting. This Carlisle team was like a good one. We're going to have to keep down the turnovers today, or it's going to be a really rough game for us. Now they're going to call this one on the floor. I think LaSalle, the beneficiary of that decision by the referee. They filter out top, Ben Milligan. Milligan to Millington. Now the basketball in the hands of Kai Barnes. A good feed to the inside on the cut from Nate Barnes. Off the glass and good, a 10-point lead. Powell now a three in transition. Didn't hit anything, all air. And the rebound down to number 24, Joe Mastrangelo. Pass inside, a little too hot to handle. Past the hands of Nate Barnes. 
Millington jumped and fired with the left hand, and LaSalle will get it back with 2.15 to play in the first quarter. Once again, we apologize for the brief technical difficulties missed the first portion of the first quarter, but we remain in the first quarter with Carlisle leading 17-7. Bob Long, Dan Madden, Jason Bampo alongside. Here Stukes to the hoop, takes contact, nothing called. Werner had a hand on the basketball. Paulus takes it back, spins, thought he traveled. He's blocked ferociously. And now resetting, lucky to get the hands on the basketball was Jared Stukes. Allen Powell looks inside, threw it behind Brett Werner, and here comes the break again. Deshaun Millington, Euro step to the basket, blocked by Zach Chrysler, and he gets the rebound. A minute 35 to go. Frenetic pace here at Widener University. Stukes goes down. He was hit by his own guy, launched into the air, tapped out of bounds by Carlisle. LaSalle fortunate to retain possession. Guys, I apologize. Uh, tough to even catch up there, but uh, your thoughts on what we've seen in the last two-plus minutes? Yeah, the story of tonight's game so far is the refs are letting the boys play. It's a physical game so far. High pace, a little frenetic, so the explorers need to settle down a little bit and play a physical game. Yeah, Carlisle got off to a very hot start in the scheme for the explorers not to turn over the ball as they did early because Carlisle showed that they'll score off the turnovers. Stukes on the weave. Here's Simon and Kiska. Back to Stukes, launches a three short. Rebound tapped up. Chrysler fights for it, can't recover. Ethan Houston, good position inside, and a silly one in the backcourt. 94 feet from the cup by Zach Chrysler. Foul against Zach Chrysler. A minute seven to play here in the first quarter. A 10 point deficit for LaSalle. This last minute is going to be important to LaSalle to try to close the gap before the start of the second quarter. It's a crucial of this possession to play defense and try to get something on the other end. Walking the ball across the timeline, Gavin Barnes, the point guard for the thundering herd of Carlisle. Explorers in the man-to-man defense. Kai Barnes has it now, guarded by Paulus. Gets by Paulus, recovering his Paulus, but he hits him on the way up. Two foul shots upcoming for Kai Barnes. That's Paulus' second foul, team's fourth. Only one foul against the Thundering Hurt. Foul shot missed on the first. Kai Barnes. A well-sized team, Jason and Dan, not just in height, but well-built athletes here for Carlisle. And number five, Kai Barnes, no exception to that as he hits the second. Earlier in the game, we saw on the fast break how Carlisle was getting to the hole and they were finishing easy. Carlisle's got a big team and they're all three-point threats, so for the, it's going to be tough for the Explorers to be able to box them out and not give them any room in the three-point line either. Clock never started, so 52.7 now remaining in the first quarter. 18-7, Carlisle leads. And across the timeline, the point guard, Allen Powell. Paulus has it now on the right wing. Feeds inside. Chrysler puts it up and is fouled. Go to the line to shoot two, and that's great work ahead of time. Joe Mastrangelo had no other recourse but to reach in at that final moment. Team second, two shots. Zach Chrysler. 
Chrysler up and good on the first. Probably the most effective player, guys, for this LaSalle team over the last two or three games. Highlighted by a 4-for-5 performance from Threeland against North Penn on the road. And a double-double last game against Christo Ray. He hits them both, and now it's a nine-point deficit for LaSalle. Carlisle fighting to get it across half court. LaSalle in the full court pressure, nearly taken away. Ball is loose. Chrysler has it. Up the floor, throws it away. Yeah, we've got to capitalize on those, get the ball to Conrad with a clean pass. But the floors just have to play defense now. Barnes was the one that chased it down, but the issue really for Chrysler, falling back and trying to throw it up the floor. Takiska, who was running three, three just could not get enough steam on that pass. So now six seconds to play in the first quarter. To the bucket, they turn it over. Here's Sean Simon off for Kiska. Two seconds to shoot. Now one's got to get it up, does, but can't get it to go. And after one quarter of play, it's 18 to nine. The thundering herd of Carlisle lead the explorers of LaSalle. We'll take a break and come back on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports, brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. The attorney... Welcome back to Widener University, the Pete and Jameer Nelson Scholastic Play-By-Play Classic. LaSalle against Carlisle, this matchup here. Bob Long, Jason Bempa, Dan Madden alongside. It's 18-9, the Thundering Herd leads. Number seven in 6A here in the PIAA at last check. Now Millington has the basketball off for Kai Barnes. Left wing three is no good off the back iron. Long rebound down to Matt Paulus. Kiska has it on the baseline, drives in, avoids contact, can't get it to go, puts it up the second time, no good on the tip. Back the other way comes Kai Barnes. Barnes on the left wing, takes the high ball screen, now they throw it through, pass went into the ground, Mastrangelo got the basketball, Chrysler with the hands in there, and a jump ball. Solid defense from the Explorers to start the second quarter. Now it's crucial on the other end to get good shots. Possession arrow will give it to LaSalle on the alternate. Seven minutes, 16 seconds to play, second quarter. Stukes across the timeline. Off the screen from Chrysler. Inside they go, tipped by Mastrangelo and out of bounds. 
Dan Madden, now what, what are you seeing from this Explorer team, and, and what's the difference so far? How do you rectify and, and start to move your way back into this basketball game? The Explorers aren't playing their game right now. They're, they're letting the they're letting Carlisle uh, bully them around a little bit. They need to start getting physical on defense and be patient on offense, get good shots instead of rushing them. And once Chris, they do that, they'll be in the game. Chrysler was no good on the three. Now down the other end, Millington doesn't hit anything well long from the baseline. Good look up floor to Sean Simon and finishes off the glass over the outstretched arm of number 15 to Sean Millington who went for the block. Good finish on the fast break by Simon. Millington now carries to the right wing guarded by Simon. Simon gets hit on the screen and Gavin Barnes has it on the left wing. They look for the high ball screen from Mistrangelo. And they're forced to reset. Could have been a travel. Nearly knocked out of bounds by Stukes. Shot from the elbow. Off the front rim. No good. Mistrangelo hit as he got the rebound. It'll stay here on the 15th foul against the Explorers. Explorers been playing good D for the first few minutes of the second quarter. They just have to make sure they get the first rebound and not give Carlisle another opportunity. Goes against Sean Simon, his first. Again, team's fifth. Over the top, they lob it. Inbounded to Gavin Barnes. Millington on the left wing. To the bucket, cutting and floating is Gavin Barnes. No good, gets his own rebound and finishes off the glass. Four points on the day for him. Inside they go to Brett Warner, fumbles it at first, so they get it out to Simon. Dribbles into really nowhere, able to get it off to Stukes. Now Paulus for three, no good. Kiska gets the rebound and is fouled on his way up. Are they going to call this on the floor, though, or shooting? They call it on the floor. Thoughts on that, guys? It looked like he was uh, hobbling the ball a little bit. It looked like he just grabbed the ball. Um, I, I agree with the call. It was on the floor. 5.39 to play, second quarter. Third team foul on Carlisle. Now a great look inside to Kiska who floats it home. Good touch. Stukes knocks it out of bounds. Uh, LaSalle has to get the young bigs involved this game because Carlisle, they have good guard play to match LaSalle, so the key to the game is probably going to be the bigs for LaSalle. Guys, the way I see it playing out here, Jared Stukes is going to have a big impact in this game if LaSalle is going to compete the rest of the way. They're hanging tough here down seven. But even that last play, there wasn't any type of full-court pressure on. He just saw an opportunity, got into the backcourt. Ball didn't come back to LaSalle, but kicked it away. That defensive intensity is going to be really important. Yeah, if we can keep that all game, we definitely have a chance to win. Here's the three-point basket. No good off the clang of the iron, and Conrad Kiska has it now. Running the floor is Zach Chrysler. Instead, he elects to go to Simon and set up the offense. Under five to play here in the second quarter. A 20-13 to 13 lead for Carlisle. And good defense by the Explorers on the other end. Uh, Kai, Bor Kai Barnes forced up a three after a, a long possession after good defense. Now Millington guarded, or guarding, excuse me, Jared Stukes. Look for a high ball screen from Simon Never King. Simon at the top of the key. Looks for a half-hearted screen from Kiska. Now Stukes has it. Stukes gets it to Kiska, the head fake. Now for Simon. On the roll to the elbow, the shot, long, and the rebound down on a hop to Zach Chrysler. Stukes to the bucket. Looks off for Kiska, probably should have gone up with it. 
Now inside they go to Kistler. Chrysler can't get it to go. Might have been hit. Now Stukes fires it up with the left hand. No good. Too strong. And Millington has it now. Buckets just won't go for the Explorers because of the contest of the Thundering Herd. Now Barnes for three. Good. Check that Gavin Barnes. His brother Kai has been the one that's been taking the majority of those threes from the corner. Gavin Barnes that time launched, barely left the ground, and knocked it down. Explorers have to get back to playing their game. They're rushing right now. They're not getting a good shot. Now Stukes to the bucket. Left-handed shot can't go. He was blocked. Chrysler can't get it to go from point-blank range, and nobody blocking. Chrysler didn't have to knock those down today. Now Sean Simon gets the steal, throws it away. Kai Barnes, one-handed strike inside. Gets to Ethan Houston. Extra pass for Gavin Barnes. A little short on the three. And Conrad Kiska has it now. Joe Dempsey pleads with his team, please slow it up, and they oblige. Last few possessions for both teams were pretty sloppy, so it's important to slow the ball down this possession. Timeout called by Joe Dempsey. LaSalle trailing 23-13 against Carlisle. Team that's come in here from central Pennsylvania and looked very, very impressive so far. Bob Long, Dan Madden, Jason Bempa alongside. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here. And if you can't join us in person tomorrow, we'll be live here as well. 145 tip against St. Elizabeth's in Delaware. Excited for that as well. But work to do here as we still have time to play in the second quarter. A 10-point lead from Carlisle. But LaSalle has seemed to at least stop the bleeding a bit defensively, guys. Have you seen anything, Dan, differently defensively that is produced a few less high-quality looks? Yeah, uh, to start the game, Carlisle came out fast, and the Explorers just weren't ready for it. The Explorers came out with more intensity in the second quarter, more physical brand of defense. The, the, the refs are letting them play, so it, they're, they're playing pretty well on the defensive side. Just They're not getting anything on offense, and a much-needed timeout by Coach Dempsey here to set up a play, get a good buck, and gain some energy for the offense. The huddles break now, 2.55 to play second quarter. It'll be Powell, Stukes, Paulus, Chrysler, and Kiska. Ben Milligan into the game for Carlisle, Gavin Barnes, Deshaun Millington, Joe Mastrangelo, as well as number 30, Ethan Houston, the wide-bodied player who can also knock it down from the outside. LaSalle with possession. Moving from left to right, dressed in their home whites. Powell guarded by Deshaun Millington. Millington pokes it away. He's going to keep it in bounds to the bucket. He goes. Is blocked by Alan Powell. And Powell is fouled 94 feet from the basket by Millington. So not a great play in the back in the front court there from Alan Powell, but he stayed with it. He recovered. Was able to get a piece of it. That's like that's the intensity that Coach Dempsey would like the guards to play with. Even when you make a mistake, get back on defense and keep playing. 2.22 to play. Paulus has it now on the left wing and resets with Stukes. Stukes, good look for Chrysler. Now to Kiska on the baseline. Kiska to Stukes. 2.07 to play. Looks for Paulus. Extra pass to Powell. The three from Powell is good. 
Good shot by Powell. They're going to need that tonight. An important two-minute stretch here. An open three. No good from the corner from Gavin Barnes. And the rebound down to the Explorers. Chrysler and Stukes in there. Lucky break for the Explorers there. They had a wide open three. Just missed it. Paulus for three. No good. Long rebound will come to Powell. And a second stroke of luck. The possession still in the Explorer favor with a minute and 30 to play in the second quarter. Kiska drives to the basket, lost it, but there's Chrysler to maintain and toss it back to midcourt. Here's Stukes, now open lane to the bucket, and that's got to be goaltending it is. Comes from the far end, the second referee calls it where the one right underneath the basket, the whistle remained dormant. But that one's clear, guys, off the backboard already. Clear goaltending. Yeah, good call by the, the, the ref there. One minute, 18 seconds to play. Head coach Andre Anderson still not thrilled with that call as he badges the official about it down the floor. But as it stands, a five-point game now in a game that hasn't felt this close quite yet. Big possession defensively for the Explorers. Turning is Houston. Houston puts it up and gets it to go after three bounces on the rim. Good defense from the Explorers. Better finish from Ethan Houston. Zach Chrysler has it now out beyond the three-point line. 40 seconds to play. LaSalle may be waiting for the last shot of the half to make this here the last possession. Yeah, it looks like they'll probably hold for one. Don't want to give Carlisle another chance to score before the end of the half. 25-18 to 18 the score. Carlisle leading. LaSalle looking to cut this to two possessions. Heading into the break. It's Stukes with the basketball holding up on the Pride logo. 16 seconds now in the first half. Carlisle in the man. Gavin Barnes awaiting a high ball screen. Stukes takes it. Now to the bucket he goes. Puts it up and is fouled by Joe Mastrangelo. 4.2 seconds to play. Good take by Stukes. He has to continue to be aggressive for the floor success tonight because the guards on the other side are going to do the same. Exactly what Jason said. Stukes has to go up strong, either get the bucket and get the, or get the foul because he's a key part in the Explorers' offense today. First free throw, no good from Stukes, and I think that's an especially important drive for confidence reasons, even though that first shot didn't go. This team for Carlisle has more rim protectors than LaSalle has seen all year long, and it's really not close. Every single opportunity field goal near the bucket is contested. The confidence to go up there and hit that. Second free throw, also no good. Werner gets a hand on it. One second to shoot. The long three will not go. And don't diminish the impact of that last tip off the rebound from Brett Werner because a full head of steam from Deshaun Millington with three seconds to go is a whole lot different than him catching the ball with 1.5 going towards his own basket. And LaSalle avoids another scoring opportunity at the end for Carlisle. Keeps it at just a seven-point deficit. But on the other side, two missed free throws from Jared Stukes. Uh, not what you want to see going into the half. So... All else equal, let's hear your your thoughts on the first half as a whole. 
the Explorers are, are playing good defense uh, in the first quarter. They just didn't come out as strong as Carlisle did, but they came out faster in the second quarter on defense. But on offense, they're just not getting anything going. They, they're getting ball movement, but they're not getting any any uh, progression in their in their plays. Jared Stoops is getting to the rim, but he's getting blocked on most of his shots because, like, like you said, they have a lot of rim protectors. So he's got to go up with confidence. Hopefully Matt Paulus gets his stroke going, and the bigs for LaSalle need to get either a little more physical or or get down on the block and score some points for him. Uh, after the first quarter, the Explorers came out with more energy on the defensive end. They have to continue with that. On offense, they have to take care of the ball and not continue to throw it in the passing lanes. They played a good half of basketball pretty much, except they have to keep paying attention to detail on the defense and take care of the ball on offense, and they should be fine in the second half. 25-18, to 18, the score here at the break. The South Trails, the thundering herd of Carlisle, the number seven team in 6A here in Pennsylvania. Bob Long, Dan Madden, Jason Bempa alongside. We'll take a break and come back on the other side with the Helen Hess O'Connell Halftime Show, and this portion of today's game is brought to you by our partners at Helen Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Lmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Lmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Lmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game, you promote it well. And so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. 
Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Lawrence sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. Yes, indeed. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. It's live here on BLS with Bob Long, Dan Madden, and Jason Bempo alongside Carlisle leading LaSalle 25-18 to in what's been a very entertaining game. You're seeing LaSalle switch its defensive philosophy a little bit, making Carlisle beat them by the three ball. It was Millington, 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 uh, and Co. of course, in the first quarter getting to the basket. In the second quarter, uh, not quite as much of that, and I think what you're seeing is LaSalle's commitment to pack that lane and make Carlisle beat them from the outside. In terms of scoring, Alan Powell has five, Conrad Kiska. He has five, Zach Chrysler, just one for seven from the floor. He has four points, Sean Simon with two, and Jared Stooks with two. All in all, seven for 30 from the field, 23%. Five for 19 from two-point range and two for 11 from three. Only two for four from the line, those last two misses from Jared Stooks. So guys, I think we can certainly agree. Room for improvement from LaSalle. Uh, The defense has picked up. That's kept them in the game, just 25 points allowed, but 23% is not a recipe to win a basketball game. So there's opportunity coming up here in the second half. Yeah, you can see Jared. He's getting to the rim, getting to the basket, but he he doesn't have as much confidence going up because they have such great rim protectors. So he's choosing to pass the ball out to to the big guys or the guys out in the wing instead of going up strong with the ball, either getting the foul, maybe trying to get the bucket. He's gaining confidence maybe in the the last part of that half, going up and getting the foul. Missed both free throws, but hopefully in the second half he continues to get to the bucket. And get these and get these buckets and get these free throws. Uh, the encouraging part for the Explorers is that everything that we just named are all fixable things. Uh, Stoops, when he goes to the hole, I'm sure in the second half he'll finish most of them. And if he gets to the line, he'll knock them down. And for the rest of the team, they might try to go inside more instead of taking as many threes in the second half because they didn't hit him at a good percentage. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell halftime show here on BLS. Our partners at Howland Hess O'Connell. A wonderful law firm in Huntington Valley. Anything you need, really any type of legal assistance, they're your guys. Our friends Joe Winning, Michael Cassidy, give them a call and visit them at howlandhass.com. Now we'll talk quickly about the number one team in the country here and that's uh, playing in Philadelphia, Villanova. They had a game just last night where they struggled against a DePaul Blue Demons team that was 7-6 and six coming into the game and just had done nothing of note coming into the season. They were up 51-39, kind of a sleepy performance. All of a sudden, a 14-0 run gives DePaul a two-point lead. 
Villanova needed to fight all the way, and Billy Garrett Jr.'s three at the end to tie the game went begging. Josh Hart showed exactly why he is an All-American candidate and a Player of the Year candidate, hitting big, big shots. But, guys, it's one of those questions where why did it come down to Josh Hart bailing a team out, the number one team in the country against DePaul? Uh, and I think it really makes you think as they go into their next game against Creighton, a top-10 team, you know, where this Villanova team is at. Did they just fall asleep? Or is this trend of starting games slowly a real issue? I, I think this is one of the games where they just fell asleep. They were up 51-39 to 39 and kind of thought they had the game in hand. And DePaul came back firing on the 14-0 run, got the two-point lead. But it, this is a good game for, for Villanova coming back in the next game, having to play Creighton, number nine in the country, who's also undefeated. So... It should be a good, a, good, a good test for them so that they have experience in late-game situations against a, a good Creighton team in the next game tomorrow. Uh, know that they're a great, well-coached team, but any great team sometimes have trouble with complacency. So this next game for Creighton will probably wake Nova up and they'll play harder from the beginning to the end. We'll take a quick break, come back for the beginning of the second half. Again, we're 30 seconds away, so stay with us. This portion of today's game brought to you by our friends at Howland Hess O'Connell to sponsor the Halftime Show. We'll be back in a second. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Welcome back. This is the second half live from Widener University here on BLS. Carlisle leads 25-18 to 18 against LaSalle. Bob Long, Dan Madden, Jason Bempa alongside Carlisle dressed in their road black uniforms. We'll start with the basketball moving from left to right. Gavin Barnes has it now, comes through a high ball screen, comes in toward the elbow and resets with Kai Barnes. Ben Milligan... Hands off for Deshaun Millington. Millington forced to go left. Spins into the lane. Gets to his right. High off the glass and good. Phenomenal move. Boy, guys, you can only try to get him left so difficult or so hard. And that's a foul on the back end. Alan, or I should say Ethan Houston. Man, Allen Houston, I must be giving him a lot of credit from a shooting perspective, but the big man can launch. Ethan Houston reaches from behind and fouls. Now Stukes has it on the left wing. Fake the three, now gets through the lane. Dish back to Simon. Long three, banks it home. Sean Simon banked it for three. Good shot by Simon. Explorers closing the gap early. Just the way he drew it up, right, Jason? Yeah, I think I heard him call the bank, so I think we're all right. Then Milligan is blocked by Sean Simon. Two big possessions for the junior transfer. Now here's Stukes, off for Paulus. Chrysler, extra pass to Kiska, gets through the lane. Two-handed flush for Conrad Kiska. It's a four-point deficit. Explorers, a big five-point swing for the Explorers. A a good three-pointer by Sean Simon. Block on the defensive end and two points again, so... It's a close game now, starting the third quarter. 
Closest LaSalle has been since midway through the first quarter. Man-to-man defense for the Explorers. Deshaun Millington has it on the right wing. Guarded by Sean Simon. Good shimmy to get Simon out of the way. Launches and hits from the elbow. Millington has all four in the second half for Carlisle. Explorers coming out with a good energy. They just had to find a stop for Deshaun Millington, which is easier said than done. Paulus, foot on the line, launches the long two. No good. Millington chases down the rebound, and here he comes. Even numbers, looks to the baseline. Milliken, no good from three. Up the floor they go, one-on-one. Stukes goes right at the defender. Shoulders contact, count it, and one. Good take by Stukes, continuing what he was doing at the end of the first half, attacking the basket strong. That's what you love to see by Stukes, a great confidence move. Goes up to the basket strong, gets the bucket and the foul. Now Kai Barnes called for the foul. He got caught in between, guys. Do I go up hard and try to... Block this basketball, maybe take a foul, or do I stand in and try to take a charge? He got caught somewhere in the middle, and that's never a good thing. Free throw rattles home from Jared Stukes. Now a three-point deficit with 5.39 to go in the third quarter. Matt Paulus will come out of the game. Alan Powell returns. Explorers changing up the defense, using the trap to slow down. A 1-2-2 full-court pressure. They lob it across the timeline. Into the hands of Kai Barnes, who hands off to Deshaun Millington. Now a drive to the bucket. Gavin Barnes can't finish, but is fouled by Conrad Kiska. Two foul shots coming. And a good move by the Explorers on the uh, on the half court press, getting a, getting the getting Carlisle to slow down the ball and play their kind of game. But just in transition, getting to their half court defense, just didn't quite get enough communication. Calls the foul. Foul shot up and good. End over end spin for Gavin Barnes. 30 to 26. Carlisle now leads. Mid third quarter. LaSalle trailed by seven at the break. Second free throw short. Rebound to Conrad Kiska. And LaSalle finds themselves with the basketball down by just four after shooting 23% in the first half. Now Stukes gets himself into trouble. Somehow gets it to Powell off the double team. Stukes comes baseline. Simon, a baseline three. No good. How about Allen Powell? Goes up strong and gets the rebound over Ben Milligan. Good hustle by Allen Powell. Not that Milligan's much taller, but he really didn't have the position, did Powell. Still got it anyway. Chrysler, no good. Gets his own rebound. Puts it up and is fouled. That's great body control from Zach Chrysler. He realized when he got the basketball that Ethan Houston was in a bad position. If he went straight up, he would draw that foul. That's exactly what he did. Good energy by the Explorers. Now they have a chance to make this a one-possession game. Short on the first free throw from Zach Chrysler. LaSalle, three for six on the evening from the charity stripe. Brett Werner will come to the scorer's table. Second free throw, good for Zach Chrysler. He splits the pair, and Brett Werner will check in in his place. Three-point deficit for LaSalle. 4.48 to play third quarter. 
Here's Gavin Barnes with the basketball guarded by Sean Simon out near the baseline. Good look inside to Houston. Backs down Werner and scores easily. Pretty good job ahead of time by Ethan Houston. Werner can't let him get that deep. Sean Simon now going to run the offense. 4.24 to play third quarter. Paulus has it now. LaSalle content to slow it up. Left wing, Powell comes off the high ball screen from Werner. Werner couldn't be found on the roll. Simon, top of the key. Now Powell gets baseline. Could have gone up with it instead of Lex for Paulus. Paulus along two, short. Rebound down to Ethan Houston. Yeah, Paulus has been struggling today. Gets knocked down some shots in order for the Toolers to win. And you see the psyche change, Dan. Powell jump stopping in the lane. He could have and probably should have gone up with it. Elects not to. That's got to be in part because of the shot blockers of Carlisle. No good from Milligan. Yeah, the, the Carlisle has set the intimidation factor basically, and the Explorers just aren't going up as strong as they usually would. Simon into the lane. He goes up strong and finishes through contact. Real solid from Sean Simon. Good take by Simon. Now crucial possession on the Explorers for defense. And I don't know how long you can keep Zach Chrysler on the bench. You want to get him some rest. But it's a three-point game. LaSalle hanging tough. You need your 6'8 sophomore in there soon. Him and Stooks checking in the game very soon. Uh, exactly right, Jason. At the scorer's table. Good look. Now Ethan Houston is fouled by Conrad Kiska. Brett Werner tried to front him. The pass got by him on the bounce to the block. And it had to be... Kiska that came in and fouled on the weak side. It was a good foul by Kiska. He didn't he didn't allow him to, to get a shot up and get the M1. So although it was although it was an easy bucket opportunity, it was a good foul. Houston no good on the first free throw. Here comes Zach Chrysler out to replace Brett Werner and Jared Stukes to replace Sean Simon. So you have the two sophomores on the floor in the front court. And then two seniors and a sophomore in the front court. Or I should say back court, but three true ball handlers. Well, we'll see if that changes after the full timeout on the floor taken by Carlisle. We'll take a break. 33-29. to 29. Carlisle leads midway through the third quarter. And you're listening to Explorer Basketball right here on BLS. This portion of today's game brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. to play third quarter. LaSalle against Carlisle, and it's a four-point cushion for the thundering herd of Carlisle. 
Bob Long, Jason Bempa, Dan Madden alongside. Back to action. LaSalle with the basketball moving from right to left. Paulus off the high ball screen. Good look, and it was kicked by Ethan Houston. You really don't see that all that often. I mean, you see a natural kick, but that one, he really stuck that leg out, and it prevented what would have been an easy layup for Zach Chrysler. The lob up top to Jared Stukes. Here's Paulus on the left wing. Stukes through the lane, looks to Powell, extra pass to Kiska, the three, good. One point deficit. LaSalle playing much better in the third quarter, coming out with a lot of energy on offense and defense, finding each other, and they're playing it as, as a unit. Three from Houston, answers. Ethan Houston from the top of the key. And nothing you can do there as Conrad Kiska. I mean, he just, he had his hand in his face and shot, knocked down an open three in his eye. Conrad Kiska with that three got to 10 points. Ethan Houston responds to lead all scorers with 12. Now Stukes hit on his way to the basket. Foul will go against Kai Barnes. That's Kai Barnes' third foul. Kai Barnes will take a seat. Kevin Barnes in his place. Sean Simon comes into the game for the Explorers. Kiska, another open three. No good on that one. And the rebound down to number 23, Nate Barnes. Millington fights through contact, puts it up. No shot. It did go through the cylinder. But the foul will be called in the lane on the floor against Jared Stukes. Even though a foul on Stukes, good energy, good hustle, and defense. Conrad Kiska is replaced by Alan Powell. Over the top lob, dangerous. Gets to Millington, ball taken out of his hands, and there's a second foul in 20 seconds against Jared Stukes. Hate to see Stukes get two quick fouls, but he wanted to make sure there was no easy baskets. They're going to tab that foul to Sean Simon. Surprised by that call, Jason. Actually, extremely surprised. Yeah, a benefit for the Explorers. Because Stukes would have had two in 20 seconds. Stukes only does have one. Simon now with two. Paulus with two. Chrysler has just the one. Second free throw, no good. He hit one and missed one. Gets his own rebound, poked away from Matt, for him by Matt Paulus. And Paulus just got in between steps, threw it away, and then a silly foul against Ben Milligan. Milligan jumped in the passing lane. Paulus noticed too late. Tried to pull up, but still threw the ball right into the arms of Ben Milligan. Fifth foul against the Explorers. Back into the game for the Explorers, number 21, Brent Corner. Brett Werner checks into the game for LaSalle. Paulus takes a seat. That's Paulus's third foul. Milligan on the baseline, takes a step inside the three-point line, resets. Deshaun Millington. Houston again for three, well short, and out of bounds. To LaSalle, it'll go. Five-point deficit for the Explorers. 
Explorers have to try to keep their energy. Energy. Yeah, they've been playing well on defense. They just haven't gotten the shots that they needed. Eighty-one seconds to play here in the third quarter. Carlisle leads 37-32. Jared Stukes into the front court with the basketball. Throws it to the elbow. Kiska, defender laid off him. Up top now for Simon on the overlay. No good from three. Millington up the floor. Numbers for Carlisle. Ben Milligan can't finish. Knocked out of bounds. They save by Conrad Kiska and the Explorers. It'll stay with the thundering herd. A lucky break for the Explorers. That was a, a pretty wide open layup for Carlisle there and just couldn't, couldn't capitalize on the easy opportunity. Houston catches the basketball. Kiska right on him. Houston becoming a real threat from beyond the arc. He head fakes at the top of the key. They look to the baseline. Deshaun Millington goes through the legs, spins against Jared Stukes, stays right with him step for step, turns, fires a bit strong off the back iron. Stukes has the rebound, and it's great defense. 34 seconds to play in the third quarter. LaSalle may take the last shot. They trail by five at the very least without a turnover and a scoring opportunity for Carlisle. It's a plus two differential here in the third quarter for LaSalle. Explorers came out with a good energy in the third quarter. Now they're going to look to hold for one and hopefully they can get a good opportunity here. Ten to shoot. Stukes up near the logo. And it's going to be a hand check foul against Deshaun Millington. He knew it. That's his second and the sixth team foul. Just five on Carlisle, not six. Someone must have been very quick with that foul trigger. Now Chrysler takes it to the bucket off the dribble and finishes. Three seconds to go. Carlisle tries to get it in quick. Bill Milligan cannot get it off at the buzzer. And after three quarters of play, LaSalle has cut the deficit to three, a plus four margin in the third quarter. A one possession game for Explorers. They did what they had to do coming it out in the second half. They had really good energy on offense and defense moving the ball, and now time to capitalize in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break after three quarters of play. 37 for Carlisle, 34 for LaSalle. Eight minutes to play in regulation. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUPWAWA.
Welcome back. Beginning of the fourth quarter. 37-34 Carlisle leads. And LaSalle will start with the basketball. Bob Long, Jason Bempa, Dan Madden alongside. Alan Powell has it now on the right wing. Off to Sean Simon. Simon thought to look inside and set off for Powell. Stukes thought about the three on the handoff. Stukes gets to the bucket, puts it up, and finishes. One-point deficit now for LaSalle. Very good take by Derek Stukes. Went up versus the bigs to finish strong. He looks like a totally different player in the second half. Going up with confidence, getting the foul or getting the buckets, and he's been an impact player for the Explorers in the second half. Ethan Houston spins to the left. Great job to use that pivot foot and puts it off the glass and good. Chrysler all alone hits the three from the top of the key. We are tied with seven minutes and five seconds to play in the fourth quarter. It's a ball game. Huge, huge possession of defense for the Explorers. Millington to the bucket, counted in one, the left-handed finish. Phenomenal through the lane. A good play by Millington there on the pick and roll, just got, got a little bit of an opening, went to the bucket, got the, got the bucket and the foul. A big-time bucket for Millington. It was a tie game. Now he's a chance to put his team up by three. Millington completes the old-fashioned three-point play, and that's what big-time players do right there. The momentum starts to swing toward the Explorers with the tie game on the three from Chrysler, and Millington takes it into his own hands. Body adjustment in midair, finishing with the offhand. That's big-time stuff. Now a three-point lead for Carlisle. Jared Stukes. Handles the basketball off for Kiska on the right wing. Inside they go to Chrysler. Dribbles once. Good look to Sean Simon on the cut, and he finishes with the finger roll with the right. Very good cut by Simon. Now a long pass over the top. Out of bounds is Carlisle. Conrad Kiska a little slow getting back up as he knocked into the stands behind the baseline. Very tight here at Widener, but it was him that got in the passing lane, knocked the ball from where it was originally supposed to go and then it went right off the arms of the Carlisle Thundering Herd player as he's laid on the baseline. Here's Chrysler, an open three. No good. Millington goes up high to get the rebound. One point lead for the Thundering Herd. Millington to the bucket, thought he traveled and there's the call belatedly but the call is made. And on the offensive end, the, the Explorers are getting good looks. Uh, Tough shot for Zach Quistler, uh, wide open three. Maybe could have gone to the basket there, but you can't ask for much more than an open three. So if they just start making buckets, they could be in the lead here. LaSalle's missed out on some opportunities to get quality wins in the non-league. Kiska had it taken away from him, and a foul in the midcourt by Sean Simon trying to stop the forward progress of Deshaun Millington. Smart foul by Simon. Didn't want Millington to get a wide open layup. It's still a close game, so we still want to play one tight. Not allow easy buckets. Smart foul may be correct. It is one and one here, but Andre Anderson arguing maybe a smart foul, but a little bit too obvious. And, and I don't necessarily disagree. Could have in some circles been called an intentional foul. 
Front end, no good off the front rim. Kiska goes up strong, gets the board, and is fouled. A little shove from the backside from Ethan Houston. Doesn't love the call. But Houston picks up his second. And by the way, somebody on that scoreboard there has an unbelievably quick trigger finger. I look over a second after that foul. I see six. I'm thinking, okay, is that seven? No, they've already put up the six. Now Chrysler steps through the lane, left-handed, can't get it to go, dribbles it through his feet. Up the floor comes Carlisle. A little bit of a tip, slows down initial progress. Gavin Barnes gets it to go anyway. Chrysler thought about passing that one out to Kiska. Probably should have, but nothing wrong with the big man being aggressive. So as I've said, LaSalle has had opportunities as head coach Joe Dempsey takes the 30-second timeout. They've had opportunities against some big-time opponents. Math Civics and Sciences, which went to the state championship at the 1A level. Mastery Charter, who's had some big wins. Again, Math Civics and Sciences went and beat Chester, who these fans tonight will see later as well. But they've dropped each of those games by just a possession or two. Abington Heights as well. So here's an opportunity, guys, in what looks destined to be a really close game. Chance to get that non-league marquee win. Yeah, the Explorers need to clean it up a little bit on offense. We need to stop the late-game turnovers in order to, to have a close game here, in order to win the game, because if we clean that up on offense, we're, we'll get easy buckets. We're getting open. We're getting good movement on the, on the ball. We just need to get easy buckets and stop them on defense like we've been doing in this second half. With Jared and Paulus being the only seniors on the team, the other guys are all pretty young. So it's all still a learning experience, but tonight would be a good win if we'd be able to put out. We're back to action. LaSalle trails 44-41 to against the Thundering Herd of Carlisle Area High School. Bob Long, Jason Bempa, Dan Madden alongside, and Stukes has the basketball moving from right to left. He's guarded by Deshaun Millington. Out pops Simon. Simon floats. Simon fires and is fouled. And it's the referee right next to head coach Joe Dempsey that makes the call, not the one on the baseline. And it wouldn't surprise me if Mr. Dempsey's in there and giving the referee a gentle earful. Hey, Bob, I think you just had the better angle there. I think that's a great call. <laughs> Here comes Sean Simon. He went up strong, definitely drew that contact. First foul shot, no good off the back iron. Uh, missed foul shots from Explorers may catch up with them, but they still have a lot of time left, so they have to knock down the ones that they're going to get and continue to play hard defense. Simon, one for two from the line. Two-point deficit for LaSalle. Here's Deshaun Millington. Guarded by Jared Stukes. Five minutes exactly to play here in the fourth quarter. Millington comes to the elbow, spins in the lane, leaves off for Houston, and hits it as he glided across the lane and used the rim as defense against the shot block. Four-point lead for Carlisle. Kiska faked the three. Now Simon has it on the right wing. Stukes slows it down. 4.33 to play. Design play upcoming here for the Explorers as Kiska and Paulus replace each other beyond the three-point line. Stukes still has the ball. Simon thought about the three twice. Stukes into the lane. Good look for Kiska. Kiska drives. Floats it back up towards Simon. Didn't catch it cleanly. Paulus. Stukes through the lane. 
Extra look. Chrysler, three, no good. Conrad Kiska chases the rebound down. Another possession here for the Explorers. Paulus for three, no good. Jared Stooks, it's out of bounds. Last touch by Stooks and the Explorers. Back to Carlisle it goes with 3.53 to play. And we're getting good ball movement for the Explorers. Just the great defense by Carlisle in that possession, honestly. They're, they're, getting to, they're locking down every single player at the three-point line, which is one of our strengths. So as long as we keep moving the ball, hopefully we can get open shots and make them. Double team comes on Millington. Simon is there. They toss it up top. Extra pass. Milligan. Now they bring it back to Kai Barnes, who flows through the lane. Too strong off the glass. Rebound down to Jared Stooks. Two on two. He looks to the corner. Simon has it now near the top of the key. Kiska, open corner three. Back iron no good, and Kai Barnes has the rebound. Not sure why Paul Lispaz had open three. What it's going to come down to is LaSalle is going to have to hit some of these three-point shots. They're getting the looks. They're moving the basketball extremely well. In some cases, you could argue they have the Carlisle defense flailing a little bit. They're just unable to knock down the three-point look right now. They're getting the looks they want. They just have to knock them down. They're going to continue to get the looks they want. But in the last few minutes of the game, they have to knock them down if they want a chance to win. This is a great basketball game right here, guys. These are two pretty talented teams going at it right now. 46-42, to 42, Carlisle leads. Just a few minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Thanks to everybody who is joining us and has joined us here tonight. BLS's LaSalle College High School's broadcast team all year long. We appreciate our good friend down there at the PA and scorers table as well for giving us a shout a couple times here tonight. So welcome to anybody who's also here in the gym listening alongside as well. Carlisle basketball, four-point lead. Millington to bring it across the timeline, a 1-3-1 zone, which kind of morphs into a 1-2-2. Double team comes, LaSalle gets the steal, Conrad Kiska. One-on-one to the basket, and is fouled. Went for the two-handed slam, and not backing down was Nate Barnes. Went up high, met at the summit, and fouled him hard. Very strong take by Kiska. Went for the dunk, got fouled, so hopefully he can knock down these two free throws. What a big bank for Kiska to get those, the two points and the foul, but it was a good defensive play, a good foul by number 23 there. I'll say again, it's exactly what you need to do, though. Have no fear against these shot blockers. Kiska said, I'm going to go up, I'm going to throw this thing down unless someone hits me really hard and that's exactly what happened. First free throw is good from Conrad Kiska. Down to a one point, or I should say one possession deficit for LaSalle. It's 46-43. Looks like a little exchange of words between Jared Stukes and Deshaun Millington there. Just a friendly banter. I'm sure great words being said. (laughs) He says, I hope your holidays were great too. Two of two for Conrad Kiska. It's a two-point lead for Carlisle Area High School. The double team comes on Millington. Kai Barnes across the floor to Ben Milligan. 
explorers must fo focus on getting a stop right here because if they can, they have a chance to tie or take the lead. Kiska out high on this defense. They like his length out there. Now they get it into the middle of the floor, and they're in no particular hurry. 2.26 to play now. Well, South started doubling the basketball. Now they do so again with Ben Milligan. Maybe. Able to pass it through to Deshaun Milligan. The Explorers need to get a little more aggressive. Oop. Ball's on the floor, knocked out of bounds, last touched by Jared Stooks, and I think that's the right call, guys. I'd have to agree there, but as I was saying, the Explorers need to get more aggressive on defense. They can't let Carlisle eat up the clock like they're doing right now. They need to force something, either a foul or a turnover. Yeah, Carlisle has no reason to shoot the ball right here, so Explorers have to force them to do something that they don't want to. 2.14 to play. Dangerous lob caught by Milligan. Millington now has it guarded by Jared Stooks. Gets by him. Fouled by Sean Simon. He almost finished anyways. Simon got his hands across the wrist and just clamped it down. Somehow Deshaun Millington got it over the rim. Just not enough to put it home. Millington has two. They lead by two. Two successful foul shots would put them up by two possessions. The first is good. Nothing but net. 2.05 to play fourth quarter. Millington, the star of this Carlisle area high school team. Settles in for his second. Up and good. Knocks down both. It's a four-point lead. Andre Anderson wants a 30-second timeout. We'll take this opportunity to tell you about our friends at Dunphy Ford. Our Kevin Dunphy owns the wonderful dealership in the Northeast, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue, DunphyFord.com. All the latest Ford models, whether you want a truck, whether you want a sedan, crossover vehicle, the Ford dealership that we trust here at BLS most is Dunphy Ford, so please give them a call, give them a visit, and tell them that Bob Long sent you. Not too late for the holidays. Find your way out to the Northeast and tell Kevin Dunphy and team that we say hello. 2.05 to play fourth quarter. LaSalle has the basketball after two successful free throws from Deshaun Millington and Dan that's just a big time player stepping up at the big moment. Yeah, Deshaun Millington is showing his true skills here tonight. Um, getting to the basket, getting the foul, and then ending up making two big free throws late in the game, which shows his clutch ability. Jared Stooks gets by the first defender. Looks for Kiska. They don't need to shoot the three early here. They can get a quick two. Great step through by number 24, Zach Chrysler, and he puts it in. That's all about the pivot foot control. Got Houston in the air, stayed with that left pivot foot on the ground, and finished strong. Very good move by Chrysler. We haven't seen much of him today in the post, but he delivered. That's what the next level schools are going to be looking for from Zach Chrysler. He has the ability to shoot from all over the floor. He's got that technical acumen as well. The ability to control the pivot foot, the ability to finish. Put a few more LBs, and the Big Ten's going to come calling. What a bucket. Now taken away from behind by Conrad Kiska. To the bucket he goes. Finishes, count it, and one. A chance to take the lead on the foul from Kai Barnes. Kiska has come alive in the second half, going for a dunk attempt, and now slowing the ball and getting an and one. 
He's come alive and showing good energy in the second half and offense and defense. He needs to take a deep breath before this free throw. He needs to be able to make this. It's a, it's a huge free throw, so take a deep breath. It was a big bucket, but you need to make this as well. I agree, Dan. Kiska, a chance to take the lead with 139 to play. It's good. Conrad Kiska with the steal and score. And Matt Paulus has called for a foul. That's going to be his fourth before the basketball was even inbounded. What a change in momentum and emotion after the Kiska layup and one. Again, Paulus is fourth. That's the team ninth. One and one, but it's the wrong guy at the line. Number 15 to Sean Millington. Jason, they're trying to deny the basketball there to Millington. A little too aggressive from Matt Paulus. End over end spin. Gets it to go. Still not sure about that call. I mean, it's a pretty physical game. Paulus did what he should on the inbound, but unfortunately didn't go our way. Tie game, 139 to play, 49 apiece. One more free throw coming for Deshaun Millington. Free throw is good. Gets the roll off the front rim, backboard and through the cylinder. 50 to 49, Carlisle leads LaSalle. And a timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey. They'll extend this to a full. We'll catch our breath and come back for the final minute 36. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call Welcome back to Widener University. What a basketball game we have here. 136 to play, LaSalle basketball. Chrysler handoff for Jared Stukes. Through the lane, Kortrolder's contact and is fouled. He'll shoot two at the line with 132 to play. All alone in the lane. Good take by Stukes. They forced him to take that one because he was looking for a three-point shooter. But now it's time to knock down two free throws. Yeah, all alone in the lane was Nate Barnes, it looks like. But Stukes muscled around him. First free throw, no good, but drew that foul. So now a chance to tie with 132 to play. It's almost a must right here for Jared to knock this one down. Stukes, second free throw, good. Tie game at 50. 
Full court pressure from LaSalle. Millington catches the basketball, guarded by Matt Paulus. They may stay for only one. They may try to hold this basketball the rest of the way. Millington through the lane, puts it up, up and under. It's good. Not holding for one, that's for sure. 70 seconds. Paulus has it beyond the three-point line. Stukes nearly lost it. Goes baseline, nearly out of room. Kiska has it. Chrysler for three. No good. The rebound down to Carlisle. No need to foul yet. Still can go for a steal. Going to need to get it quickly, though. Millington fouled from behind by Allen Powell with 45.2 to play. Even though he had the ball, it's still not the guy you want to foul. Millington's been solid at the line so far tonight. Two shots for Millington as Carlisle is in the double bonus. Millington short on the first. Life for LaSalle. Explorer still alive. It's going to be a one-possession game either way. Dan Madden, this is where your guys on the block got to be big boys and get that rebound. Foul shot blockout at a premium right now. Second for Millington. Ooh, gets it to go. It nearly popped out of the rim. 45.2 to play, a three-point game. Still no need to shoot a three unless you get a good one. Stukes to the basket. Looks for Zach Chrysler. Works out of the double team. Stukes to the basket. Looks for Chrysler. Had a look. Chose not to. 28 seconds to play. And a timeout by head coach Joe Dempsey. 26.5 to play. And a good call of the timeout there again by Coach Dempsey. It's his last timeout. He's just set up a play for the Explorers to either get a, a quick two or a good look at a three here. I think too much time wasted for Explorers. They should have went for the quick two, maybe trying to fall in love with the three. But good timeout by Coach Dempsey to gather the groups and make sure they get a good shot. Here's the thing, Jason. I think you got plenty of time to still get a quick two. And here's one of those times where if you're head coach Joe Dempsey, you pull up some of the plays you practice when you don't have anybody else watching, when the doors are closed, when you have practice time and you're looking for how do we get any type of edge, what out-of-bounds play do we have that generates an easy basket? And if you have that, right now is the time to pull it out of the bag of tricks. And Carlisle's going to be looking for the Explorers to shoot a three here, so it'll be, it'll be a good opportunity for them to get a nice inbounds play, get an easy two, and maybe get the foul because Carlisle will not be expecting it, but... Either they need a, a real quick two and a foul or a steal and then, or, or a, a really good shot at three. I mean, the other thing, guys, is they, there's so much time left. 26 and a half seconds. You can even get a quick two and not have to foul right away. You can try to go for one steal on a double team before you have to foul if they get a quick bucket here. But they need to be smart. They have no timeouts left after that last one. But hopefully the Explorers can uh, get an opportunity here. It'll be Jared Stukes inbounding from the sideline. Here's Simon, wide open for three. In and out, no good. Chrysler gets the board. No need to shoot it up again. Now they're going to wait till the end, it appears. Still time to get a quick look. Simon for three again. Bang! Sean Simon does it again. 
Seven seconds to play now. Tie game. Millington has it. It's his basketball game. To the bucket. Puts it up. No good off the back iron. Overtime. And we're going to overtime. 53 apiece here at Widener University. Are you not entertained? Huge shot by Sean Simon. Huge shot. He missed the first one, but he wasn't going to let that opportunity get past him twice. And Sean Simon has proven himself this year as the go-to guy for the Explorers late in games when they need a, when they need a shot. He's shown his clutch ability against North Penn in the last few seconds, winning that game for the Explorers. And here tying the game up against Carlo with a huge shot, send the, send the game into overtime. Absolutely phenomenal theater. And you can see the two huddles. The Explorers are pumped up. Looks like motivation is going their way. While as Carlisle is very quiet, very, very down right now. Definitely. So hope the Explorers can, can capitalize on this opportunity. Definitely a momentum swing, like Dan said. Explorers, they're grateful that they got the opportunity to push it to overtime. But Carlisle, they're disappointed because they could have closed the game earlier on. So two different views on overtime. Hopefully Explorers can pull away. Four minutes put on the clock, 53 apiece. Sean Simon, he does it again. We saw this on the road at North Penn. Hit a game-winning three with four seconds left. Put the Explorers up three. They end up winning by one in that basketball game. This time, on the second look on that possession, off the roll, hits one from the right wing, a good two or three steps beyond the three-point line. Absolutely drilled it pure. It'd be nice for Explorers in this early overtime if Matt Paulus could get something going because he really hasn't got anything going so far today. Tip is one. Here comes Stukes to the bucket, finishes, count it, and one. Strong, strong, strong finish by Stukes in the second half. He's came alive. This is exactly what the Explorers needed. Boy, Dan, it's nice to have a 6'8 sophomore center, huh? Get up there, no problem on the tap. Taps it directly ahead to Jared Stukes, who beelines to the hoop and finishes real nice with the left hand. And this is a huge play for the Explorers, a big momentum swing, like, like Jason said. And the Explorers are coming out on fire so far. Now Jared Stukes to the line, shooting one. Free throw is good. LaSalle leads by three. Now we'll see what the Carlisle offense does. Down the stretch, they were content to take their time. And really, only until LaSalle tied the basketball game did they have to speed things up. Now there's a foul called against Jared Stukes on the drive. Deshaun Millington to the line, shooting two. That's his second. At the line, shooting two for Carlisle. LaSalle with a three-point lead. Did they lead at all? I believe that's their first lead of the basketball game. I think you're right there, Bob. Free throw no good from Deshaun Millington, second upcoming. Their first lead came in a very ideal time. Not bad. They get to overtime without once leading. The Explorers also need to be careful. They have Sean Simon and Matt Paulus both with four fouls. They need to be careful on both offense and defense. Millington misses both. A three-point lead for LaSalle. Now we'll see what the LaSalle offense does. Jared Stukes looks for Matt Paulus. Here's Chrysler. Kiska. Baseline drive. Two rim and flush over Ben Milligan. No contest at the rim. Strong move by Kiska. He's been going hard to the hole all game and got this dunk. Houston to the basket. Can't finish. 
Put right back up, not over the front rim. LaSalle fights for it. It'll be a jump ball staying here with Carlisle. Lord's definitely got the momentum now. It started in the second half when they came out storming on defense, and now offense is going their way too. Boy, Kiska glides to that rim, does he not? And then throws it down with some authority. A real smooth move by Kiska. Really got past his man on a nice pivot. Got the wide open dunk with no contest. Definitely opened some eyes this game in the second half. Played very hard. This is a big key is why Explorers had the lead down in overtime. The extra period here. Not enough to settle it in 32 minutes, and an impressed Fran Dunphy looks on from behind the basket. Now they look to the baseline, does Carlisle. They get the basketball back with 3.12 to play and poked from behind but fouled. Conrad kisses the tab, does the culprit. Oh, kick basketball, excuse me. Certainly fortunate there, 3.10 to play. Millington, double comes on him, almost carried it. Now Ben Milligan has it. Going behind the back is Gavin Barnes, floats in the lane, puts it up, too strong off the glass. Zach Chrysler has the board. And they feed back for Jared Stukes, who will be able to walk across the timeline without any defense in the backcourt. Gets to the lane, and is blocked at the rim, but the foul with the body contact. Foul goes against Ethan Houston. Two foul shots upcoming for Jared Stukes. Carlisle still scoreless in the extra period, 2.46 to play in the overtime. And Stukes has come out in the second half and in this overtime looking like a completely different player. Going to the room with confidence there. Got a great look. Looked like a clean block, but uh, must have gotten him with the body there. I know Coach Dempsey and the rest of the staff is very happy to see how aggressive Stukes has been in the second half and in overtime. This is a Carlisle team that had a lead late against arguably the top team in the state, Redding with Lonnie Walker, who went off in the final few minutes of that one. This one, they had a lead the entire game against LaSalle. Jared Stukes misses the first. LaSalle able to come back and now leads by five in the overtime period. One more free throw for Jared Stukes upcoming. Nobody in the lane, so forfeiting the rebound to Carlisle on a miss. Doesn't matter, he hits the free throw. 59-53, six-point lead. Here's Millington. You have to think he's going to take this himself, guys. At the top of the key, through the lane, nearly walked with it, probably did. Now he floats it off to his teammate. No good, but he's fouled. Number 23, Nate Barnes, is fouled on his way down to the floor as he released with one hand. It wasn't a hook shot, just broke straight up and decided to fling it with one hand. Two foul shots upcoming now after the foul. Yeah, like you said, Millington looks like he's going to take over, try to take over this game in the last two minutes. Looked like he traveled there. I think the refs might have missed a call there and then an also questionable foul call. Carlisle is struggling. Basketball is getting momentum, and once you lose it, it's hard to gain it back. Early on in the game, everything was going for him, but now since they lost momentum, they're really, really struggling. Nate Barnes misses the first free throw. Now they take Allen Powell out of the game. i got to be honest, guys. I expected Powell to remain in. At this point, you're going to see a lot of double teams. You need your ball handling lineup out there. No good on the second. And little Jared Stooks goes up and gets the rebound. A six-point lead for LaSalle. 
They have the basketball with 2.26 to play. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised to see if Powell comes back in the game because they are going to need another ball handler. Double comes on Jared Stooks, dribbles through it. Now Chrysler, extra pass to Simon Kiska. Kiska elects to go back to the top of the key. LaSalle more invested in the time than the scoring. Chrysler to Simon, out near the top of the key to Kiska up near the logo. Double comes on Kiska, and he's fouled. Ethan Houston, and if that's him, that's his fifth. Very good patience by the Explorers. No need to rush and take a shot. They called it against Ben Milligan. Both he and Houston were in there on the double. Milligan just his first foul. Both teams in the double bonus. 1.59 to play in the first overtime period. Kiska puts the Explorers up three, uh, three possessions with the free throw make. Second upcoming. Just one explorer in the lane is Jared Stukes, likely to provide some backcourt pressure and deny the entry. Second free throw, good. <laughs> and you saw that, too. Stukes wanted to get on to Sean Millington. And Joe Dempsey's like, are you kidding me? Get back. Two fouls against Jared Stukes. Under two minutes to play. Eight-point lead for LaSalle. Here's a three from Barnes. Good. Big-time three from Gavin Barnes. And a timeout by Andre Anderson and the thundering herd of Carlisle. That was an absolutely must-have from the left wing. Yeah, it looked a little rushed, but a good shot by Barnes. It's a shot that's going to help keep them alive. But the Explorers do what they have to do. They can help ice the game right now. Jason is right. It looked like a little bit rushed on the uh, three-point attempt there. But he, he had a clean look and from, from pretty deep, drilled a three. So yeah, keeps him in this game. He was closer to the team's bench than he was to the three-point line there on the left wing. He, he launched it. He was definitely thinking about that one for a while. <laughs> what a phenomenal time here at the Nelson Scholastic play-by-play event here at the Den, the venue here at the Widener University Complex. And as we mentioned, we have... Fran Dunphy. So, Jameer Nelson, obviously a fan favorite and a St. Joseph's University legend. Fran Dunphy out of Temple University, likely watching Deshaun Millington, as well as Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler. I mean, guys that are still young but on the radar of college coaches. Big games from all three that you just named. Heck, while you're there, we got a pretty good point guard here in Jared Stooks that's causing havoc all over the floor, who I don't think is committed yet, Fran. Wink, wink. 150 to play. Zach Chrysler gets the ball stolen. Ball's on the ground. Ben Milligan calls a timeout, got the basketball, and calls a timeout. Double team came on Zach Chrysler. And this is that time where, which you mentioned, guys, not having a timeout. Yeah. Makes a difference. Might be crucial for the Explorers to insert Allen Powell in the game to give Jared another ball handler to play with. Yeah, the Explorers need to take care of the ball in this last minute in order to, to, to seal the game. They're going to get fouls called on, on Carlisle because they're going to be aggressive playing on defense. So they need to be able to control the ball and get past half court on this press, which is going to be very aggressive. And on defense, do not allow Carlisle to get open threes. It's key to run everyone off the three-point line because a three would make it a two-point game, and that's very dangerous with the Scarlet team. 
Tell you what, right now I think you just play straight up. There's enough time left in this overtime period that you just got to play straight up, box out when you get the opportunity, and then run your <laughs> offense. Yeah, we all know who, who's getting the ball for Carlisle. Carlisle. Millington's going to get the ball at the end of the game here. He's going to want it. He hasn't been shooting much, so you know he's going to try to go to the basket, get the M1, get the bucket, and the foul. So you got to be careful in the, as the bigs for LaSalle. And you got to be aggressive, but also careful that you don't get silly fouls called on you. Missed free throws hurt the Explorers in the regulation portion of the game. Carlisle missing threes. Now he runs through Matt Paulus. Paulus called for the foul. And that's Paulus's fifth. He is done. Matt Paulus, he's been looking a little gassed today, not adding too much offensively, so maybe the insert of Allen Powell will be insert of energy for the Explorers. Paulus did have a great game, though. He's playing very well, playing on, uh, playing with high energy on defense and being that guy, being the captain that, that the Explorers need. A minute 41 to play. Millington in and out. No good on the first free throw, and that is very on Deshaun Millington-like. Millington, he was knocking them down early on, but fatigue may be a factor because I do not remember him coming out the game at all. So fatigue might be catching up to him. Second one will go. 61-57. Here's Stooks with the basketball. Sean Simon across the timeline is fouled. And they're going to go after Sean Simon, try to get him to miss from the line. Double bonus the rest of the way, as mentioned, for both of these teams. 135 to play, a four-point lead for LaSalle. End over and spin, hits the first free throw. And straight through our vantage point, uh, brother James Butler, AD Joe Parisi, looking on. Free throw, good. And then knocked out of bounds. Last touch, they say, by Jared Stooks, but I think the referee, correct me if I'm wrong, just had a bad angle because from up here we had a decent angle. Looks like Millington knocked it out. Yeah, good hustle by Stooks. It definitely looked like Stooks forced a turnover, but it's all right. They just have to get back and play tough defense. So new life here for Carlisle. Millington spins in the lane. Good look inside. Head fake puts it up. Barnes hits. Nate Barnes cuts it to a four-point deficit. Kiska in for Simon. Here's Powell. Powell pokes from behind and fouled. Now it's going to be a free throw game for the Explorers, so it's key for them to knock it down. They struggle early on, but they've been hitting them lately. And this is where the loss of Matt Paul has kind of hurts the, the Explorers. A big, a big player on the free throw line, he, he's usually knocked down, so hopefully Alan Powell can take his place. A minute 13 to play. Powell hits the first. 64 to 59, Explorers lead. Second one is good. Six-point lead. Here's Millington. Sooner or later, you got to look for a three. Flows through the lane and finishes on the two. 64 seconds to play. Overtime period. Long look up the floor for Zach Chrysler. He nearly traveled with the basketball, but the foul came first against Ben Milligan, his second. That was a close one. Maybe next time they'll try to keep the ball in the hand. The, yeah, the ball in the hands of the guards. Flexler. You know, it reminded me very much of a play in the UCLA-Argon game just last night. Bryce Offord caught the ball and just 
kind of wrapped up. Said, that's it, they're going to foul me. And it ended up being a jump ball in that situation. Chrysler close to traveling, but the foul was called first. Missed the first free throw. Still a two-possession game for LaSalle. Second free throw good for Zach Chrysler. Splits the pair, 66-61. Here's to Sean Millington all the way to the cup. Can't finish. Jared Sooks goes up high to get the board. One on two. Looks for Simon. And Simon's going to bring it back up top. Well done by him. Still no foul. Looks for Powell. 41 seconds. Still no foul. Kiska. Cross floor. Looks for Powell. Keep away from the Explorers. Still 34 seconds to play. Stooks is hit with 32.3 seconds to go. And a good 12 seconds taken off by the Explorers as Carlisle tried to get up to a LaSalle player. Keep away. Phenomenal from LaSalle. Beautiful passing by LaSalle. Carlisle looks gassed right now, and the Explorers really capitalizing on that. Great ball movement, wasting 12 seconds of time. They made the icing for the, on the cake for the Explorers. They had Carlisle working really hard, and they still couldn't get the foul. Really, really good ball movement by the Explorers, keeping their head up, making cross-court passes. Jared Stooks hits the first free throw, 67-61. A big one here. Could put him up three possessions. End over and spin. And gets it to fall. Timeout on the floor. Tonight, the Explorers show a really, really big heart, even though the game's not over. They were down early, and it didn't look too promising. The Explorers, they played hard on defense, came out with energy in the second half. Kyron Keska gave him a boost, and now they have the seven-point lead with 32 seconds left in overtime. Yeah, I think the Explorers gave Carlisle a little bit too much respect to start this game. In the first half, Carlisle just came out firing, and the Explorers didn't look ready for it. But at the halftime, Coach Dempsey must have given a great speech because the Explorers came out in the second half firing on defense and on offense. And then it's overtime. They've, just, they've shown that they're, the, they're almost the better team. Jerry, he played a really, really great game, but the key to his game was the young guys. Kiska, he really stepped up. Zach, he played big tonight, and then Allen came, and he knocked down two free throws late in the game, so that was very crucial for the Explorers. And you can't forget Sean Simon, obviously, hitting a big three to end the, to end the game, send it to overtime, so the youngins for the Explorers making a big difference. 32.3 seconds to play. 68-61, LaSalle leads over Carlisle. Stukes in the backcourt just to make Millington come catch it. He does across the timeline now. The three from Barnes is good. Gavin Barnes again. This one longer than the last out near NBA range and with 26.2 to play. Again, it looked rushed, but Gavin Barnes keeps finding a way to knock down the big threes in this game to keep it close. So with 26.2 to play, LaSalle 68, Carlisle 64. Yeah, this is a tough time for the Explorers because you don't want to be too aggressive on defense and get the foul called and stop the time, but you also want to be aggressive enough that they're not getting open threes. Good defense by the Explorers there, but Gavin, Gavin just knocked down a, wide, a, a deep three there. So now at this point, if you're LaSalle, all you got to be worried about is getting the basketball inbounds. Neither team has a timeout remaining. LaSalle needs to get this ball in in five seconds, and there's no security blanket. The free throw game will continue. If Explorers can get the ball in the bounce, they can get fouled, and they can knock down free throws, the game will be over. But if not, then Carlisle will have a chance to make a comeback. 26.2, like we said, to play. Four-point lead for LaSalle. And if you're the Explorers, I think you got a flash number 24, Zach Chrysler, up toward 
the top of the key or the elbow area as Conrad Kiska will throw in underneath his own basket. Spacing the floor will get this basketball in successfully. They guard the basketball. Here's Chrysler. Double team comes and they foul him immediately. 0.9 seconds comes off the clock. Two shots for Zach Chrysler. Two shots. Stukes in the lane. The other three explorers back on the other end. End over end spin. No good on the first from Zach Chrysler. Two for three in overtime. Sorry, one for three for Chrysler. Make that two for four on the make. Five-point lead for LaSalle. Long three from Barnes. No good. Houston gets the rebound. Taken away from, Sim from him by Simon. Simon is fouled. And back the other way it comes. Boy, that is gutsy from Sean Simon to go after that basketball. But if you do it, you got to get all ball, which he did. Simon's been, he's been huge for the Explorers all season. As soon as he came back from his injuries, he made an instant impact. Tonight he played huge with the three. They took it to overtime and looked like he's going to be the player of the game for today. Simon hits the first. Two possession game, 70 to 64. This free throw would make it three possessions. Hits it. 71-64, 16 seconds to play. Here's Millington. Barnes launches, well short. Simon gets the rebound and is fouled. 9.7 seconds to play. Two foul shots coming for the Explorers, and they can feel it now. I know that's a relieving stop for the Explorers because the last time Barnes put up contested threes and they both went in, so... This one was made the Explorers feel good. Simon hits the free throw, 72 to 64. Now Matt McMahon into the game. Jack Rothenberg, Luke Baldini, and Nick Hoffman into the game for the Explorers. The lone player that remains is the foul shooter. And the man that sent this into overtime, Sean Simon. Second free throw upcoming. Second free throw, good. Danny Selecki replaces Sean Simon. Nine-point lead for the Explorers. 20 points scored in this overtime period for LaSalle, and that's one way to put your foot on the gas. Here's Millington. Goes to the bucket, guarded by McMahon, puts it up and good. Four seconds to go, now three, inbounded, and that's going to be it. They call off the dogs, and LaSalle has got their signature win in the non-league. 73-66, to 66. they take down the thundering herd of Carlisle. They did not lead once in regulation. It was a game-tying three from Sean Simon that put it into overtime, and then the thundering herd of Carlisle did not lead once in overtime. All LaSalle in the extra period, and they win 73-66. to Great win by the Explorers. It's one that builds character. They were down early. They were down late, 
but the Sean Simon three took it into overtime. They played hard. They listened to the coach, did what they had to do, and they came out with the W. Yeah, this is a great test for the Explorers against a good Carlisle team. In the first half, came, a lot, came out a little bit slow. Carlisle capitalized in the first quarter. Came out a little bit quicker on defense in the second quarter, and then in the second half, finally, we're hitting shots on the offensive side. And at the end of the game, Sean Simon was clutch, and in the overtime period, he was hitting free throws. And this is a great test for the Explorers going into PCL play. Wow, that's one way for a game to end, guys. Maybe the most exhilarating that LaSalle has played so far. Now Sean Simon being honored for the Explorers. He's well-deserving. Well he played a really good game today on both ends of the floor. Came up clutch. Player of the game for LaSalle. And he gets the award from the Nelson play-by-play -play classic. DeAndre, or sorry, excuse me, Deshaun Millington. Gets the award for Carlisle, also very well deserved. Well, we'll be back for this again tomorrow, guys, 1.45. So wherever you're listening from, hope you get a chance to sit down and listen to us again tomorrow as they take on St. Elizabeth's out of Delaware. Tough to see it topping this one, but it's been a phenomenal season. Two buzzer beaters, one from Sean Simon to give them the win against North Penn. That with four seconds left. This with about five seconds left, tied it up, sent it to overtime. LaSalle has had a real knack for the strong and unbelievable finishes so far this year. We can't wait for more. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this evening. For Dan Madden, Jason Bempa, I'm Bob Long saying so long. LaSalle, a winner from Widener, 73-66 over Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow at 145.